Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the National Fire Radio podcast. As 2023 gets going, we're making some changes. And so real quick, before we launch into the daily episode, I just want to hit on a couple things. If you like what you're hearing, we appreciate the support. Please give us a five-star rating on the audio players. It helps promote the podcast and get its popularity up. And I certainly appreciate all the effort that our community brings to the table in supporting us in the mission of National Fire Radio Give us that five-star review, subscribe, like the page, send us your comments. And this is the fun part about what we're doing this year. We created a new email address for you all to send us your thoughts, ideas, and comments or questions or concerns or hate or love or anything else in between. You can email us at podcast at nationalfireradio.com. What that email address will do is it will come as a direct line of source for information regarding the podcast. And so if you have anything that you want to hit us up about the podcast, sponsorship opportunities, ad reads to questions, thoughts, and ideas, we're going to be rolling out a question and answer episode once a week. And it's going to be directly from the emails that are sent in to podcast at nationalfireradio.com. So take advantage of that. Send us your thoughts and ideas and questions, and we'd love to answer them on the air. And lastly, I just got to mention our website, nationalfireradio.com, is where you can get any of the swag that we're putting out. All of the merchandise that we sell goes right back to supporting the podcast and the National Fire Radio brand. We are super excited for 2023. We have a lot coming out, and I can't wait to share it with you all. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Now, the podcast. Our first sponsor of the podcast, Taylor's Tins. Taylor and his crew have been manufacturing helmet fronts, aluminum helmet fronts, since 2017. Over 200,000-plus shields have been manufactured by Taylor and his crew. Custom helmet fronts shipped within 24 to 48 hours. Whether it's one piece to a 500-piece department order, they'll get them out under two days. They're doing incredible work, 100% customizable product. Their product is top shelf. Not only are they doing aluminum helmet fronts, they're doing gas cards, playing cards, keychains, medical cards, and charts, pump charts, street signs, custom signs, banquet awards, you name it, they're doing it. Go to taylorstins.com, and if you do order, use this promo code, NFR sent me, all one word, NFR sent me, and you'll get 15% off at checkout. That's because we have a strong relationship and friendship with Taylor from Taylor's Tins. They've been a longtime supporter of the National Fire Radio platform, and I appreciate their support and friendship. Without further ado, the daily episode. Hey, everybody. Jeremy, National Fire Radio, back on the podcast today. Today's an interesting one. Jeremy Sanders, a captain out of Edmond, Oklahoma, 20 years in the fire service. Jeremy runs a platform and training company, called Crew First Culture, and we're going to hop all into that. But first off, Jeremy, thanks for joining me, buddy. Man, I am very, very excited to be on with you. I'm very honored to be asked as a guest. Oh, you're ridiculous. Thank you very much. We've done this before. We're friends. <laughs> you know what I You know what I love about our relationship? It's it's not yeah. an everyday one. It's not even an every month one. But every every couple time, every couple months, we connect just with a quick text or a DM on social yep. media or whatever. And I love that because, like, with you, we pick up right where we left off. And you and I had done a podcast or two together over the years. And um, I love the message that you put out there with your crew first culture 
um, content and social media platform, website, your training that you guys do. I think it's a very powerful message. Um, and I want to read something that's on your website. And I want to just talk a little bit about the foundation of Crew First Culture and how that all came about. But on your website, it says, helping our firehouse family to grow and excel in their career and in life. We are here to discuss our passion for leadership and firehouse culture, but also to use our life experiences to lift each other up. A better fire service starts here. That is huge. Tell me how this all came about. Man, I, that that right there, I don't, I don't think I could sit and try to come up with anything different that, that would speak more loudly of, of just what I feel I have to give. Uh, the, the quickest cliff note version of it is I spent about 17 years in the fire service. I was a, a I would say a pretty good firefighter. I, I added some things to my department, but towards the end of that 17 years, I was getting complacent. I was getting kind of not really lazy, but just I, it, it was turning into a job. And so luckily I was placed or actually there were, some really, really great people and great firefighters placed into my life that reinvigorated me. Just basically re my, my passion for the, the job for the fire service was reborn. Uh, passion to lead was reborn and I, I had a lot to give. There was a lot inside me and I was getting frustrated because I wasn't really able to give it to my department. So I had to look at other outlets and so social media and, you know, here we go podcasting later on. And, and that's, that's how I have used kind of the message that I've been given and, and the, the rebirth of that passion to try my best to help people. And, you know, like it says, it's, it's not about, for me, it's not, it's not about making people better firefighters or making people better, leaders at the firehouse that's great that's that's awesome stuff and and i'm obviously interested in it but i'm i'm doing this because i want people to become better people yeah better better people at home and better people at work and better just better people so i I love that sums it up yeah i love that and if if you people that listen to our content over the last few months i've been kind of dialing in more in that conversation of talking about the person, not just the firefighter. And as much as it's a firefighting podcast and everything having to do with the fire service, the only way we're going to have a solid foundation in the firehouse, solid crew, solid company, solid department is if you're solid in life and the individual needs to take care of themselves and take care of their family before they can come into the firehouse and take care of each other in the firehouse. And so that conversation is very much important. And I think we need to do more of talking about those types of issues. So I'm very, and that's why I really like what you're doing and the mission of crew first culture. I'll say this the other day. And the reason why, how this all came about, I mean, it, it was only a matter of time before you and I reconnected anyway on a podcast, but what pushed this up quickly to get on the, uh, on the air with you was I dialed into, I, I listened to one of your episodes the other day and it was um do we have the right people in the right places and you did like a 30 minute podcast um you can find jeremy's podcast crew first culture podcast uh on the audio players and so on and that's in and i follow him he's one that i subscribe to because jeremy you're an emotional guy you are passionate and it comes through in the way you deliver your message 
and there is such emotion behind your voice when you talk about things that you get 100% buy-in from your listeners and people that follow your content. So I, I very much like what you do, and this episode caught me, and the topic was super, super deep and good, and I liked it. So I want to just dive right into what your podcast was about that day, the message yeah. that resonated with me. And I'd love for you, could you, it, it came from the idea, right, was a quote from a John Maxwell podcast, I believe you said, right? Yes, yep. Give me, give me, give me, give it to us. Give it to me, give it to our listeners. What was it all about? So just well, well let's start with that you know yeah. and i'll get into kind of where where it fed into but the the best i can kind of quote just off of memory from the the podcast john maxwell says the the incompetent are not the ones that are going to destroy an organization because they have never put themselves in a place to have that much influence it's the ones that have achieved something in the past and have now rested upon that achievement the rest of their career that will forever clog up the system and so that's that's basically what he said and man when when i heard that it was literally i was leaving the firehouse i was sitting in my car letting it warm up a little bit and that was within the first couple minutes of the podcast and and i heard that before i even left the, the station and it just it it hit me in the face because yes. this is something I have really been struggling with personally for a while. It and it it put different words to it. And so for me, it this speaks to the people that man they they have some great things going on years ago. They built a name for themselves. They created you know a a, a reputation of knowing what the heck they were doing in certain areas, and. 20 years later, 15 years later, these people are still in charge of those areas or heading up in those areas, but they've not done a dang thing to improve that education or that knowledge or themselves, since, you know, the beginning. Yes. hundred percent. And that, and so that, that has really been a struggle for me because I, I see it in my personal career and I, you know, I, I will go into it as much as possible. I've kind of, tried to think about ways to discuss it so that I'm not just airing out dirty laundry, but, but that's really in a nutshell, that's what has been so frustrating to me is, you know, the, the people that, yeah, the, they were great firefighters and I'm not saying they're not good people now, but they, they aren't the people that we need making decisions anymore because they don't know what new equipment is out on the market. They don't know what, techniques people are using that are so much more efficient than what we used 10, 15 years ago. And, and that's, that's the frustration I've felt here lately personally. And so yeah, well, that's where it came from. And well, so. I can, I can tell you this, and this is why this topic resonated with me. It, it's twofold, right? I through national fire radio, get to travel all over the country. I get to talk to guys all over from different conferences to shows, to firehouse, bumper talk, kitchen table talk. I I'm fortunate that I get to do this and hear about the fire service from all different angles, from the busiest urban companies to the slowest rural companies and everywhere in between. I get to be a part of the conversation and it's a lot of fun for me because it really, yeah. it paints an accurate picture as to what's happening. So I see this happening all over, right? Where guys with many years in 
are still resting on their laurels of their early years, believing that they're still as good as they were, but they haven't done anything over their career to better their position or better their own worth within their own department. And those are the ones that are in those power positions that are resting on their beliefs, knowledge, and experience from 20 years ago, making policy and decisions today. And that directly hampers and affects the department, the company, the morale, and everything else in between. However, what resonated with me also, it's twofold. That's the that's what the whole message is about. And then I and then I had to do some self reflection, brother. And then <laughs> and then I had to look at myself and go, Am I one of those guys? Right. Yeah, as mu- yeah. as much as with National Fire Radio, I have incredible exposure and get to see and get to do a lot of hands on. I'm doing less hands on than I used to do now. I I don't make or go to as many conferences in a training aspect anymore as it is more about talking, capturing content, shooting content, networking, right? So now I find myself, I've removed myself from another layer of all this training because I've become maybe a little too complacent to believe that my mission is supposed to be somewhere else, but now my hands-on, my experience, my practical knowledge and learning is starting to be stunted because I have pulled myself or removed myself from some of it. So this conversation, and this is why I wanted to really talk about this. I mean, I did a lot of self-reflection after I listened to your, to your episode and I really thought about myself. And as much as I think I'm still a, a valued asset on the fire ground, I can foresee that I'm going to get too comfortable at times resting on what I've done or have done in the past to believe that it's going to carry me through today. And we can't, we can't get stuck in that mindset. Yeah. And I, I, man, I think that some of that is just, it's going to happen. You know, you have, you have people that, that move up in the ranks, which means they're moving away from the the task oriented stuff. So it's not like, some of this is is just avoidable but the problem even more so is a lot of the times those people are moving up but they're still they're still making the decisions like they know what the heck they're doing yeah and they're doing it yeah they're not asking for advice from the the boots on the ground and and getting you know getting that input of man how can we help you do your job better you know is this tool actually what you want or is there a different tool that that we can get you to to help you out that's that's a huge difference between a a a functional organization that cares about their people and an organization that just freaking runs because it has to run yeah and that's what they do i think another part of that too is when you when you start to like break all this down right i think with longevity in your career whether volunteer career within your career you're going to slow down on your hands-on, but you have to keep an open mind to learning, right? You have to keep an yeah. open mind to being present and understanding. And as you promote up the line, you can't become out of touch. And when you become a leader, whether it's a company officer or a or you go into a command position or even into an administrative position, you can't become unattached to what's happening. You have to be, like you said, the boots on the ground. You still have to be dialed in with the troops because you have to know how to support them now in your new role, right? Like as, yeah. as you go up the chain, 
you become more of a support role, right? Meaning you have your worker bees and those guys are working hard to protect the values and core principles of our fire department and what our our uh, abilities are and what service we're supposed to be delivering. The policymakers and the people that are instilling the policy and guidelines to let our workers work, they have to stay in touch. They have to know yeah. what's still happening. And that takes a lot of, I think, um, personal accountability where, you know, like I was giving my example, like maybe I've slowed down on the hands-on at conferences because I'm busy doing other things. I'm still staying very much relevant and in touch with what's happening and on the pulse of what's happening. So maybe yes. that's where my value is. And so I'm not yep. stunting my learning or growth. It's just in a different way now. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think, I think that is, that's a big deal because like I said, it, you're not going to get away from people moving up in rank or people moving up in, you know, position. And just as a, as a cause of that, getting separated from some of that stuff, that, that's just part of the job, but it's, it's having that humility to, to remain plugged in and to lower yourself to think, well, you know, these, these people are a rank or two or three below me, but they're the ones actually doing the work. So they probably know more than I do at this point. And, and I feel like the farther you get away from that task oriented position, the more you're going to have to ask questions and rely back down on those task oriented people, how to help them out because you, you are separating yourself and, and that is just the, the best, really the only way to stay connected. Like you said. Yeah, I, I also think too, right? So I sat back in my chair, I was listening, and um, and I was thinking while you were talking about how easy it is to just point the finger at the new guy or the lower guy on the totem pole and blame the future of the fire service on him because he's the new guy. He's He's different than what we know. He's not, you know, pulling his weight like we used to pull our weight and all this nonsense, right, that we like to throw yeah. out there. When, in fact, those conversations are typically fueled by those guys that have been there for a long time and probably aren't pulling their weight anymore. It's easy to yeah. deflect and point the finger. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a, a seniority entitlement type mentality. You know, they've been there. They've done it. So it, it's time for them to sit back and, and let others basically serve them almost. Yeah, and I think we're at a point now in the fire service, whether career or volunteer, that we can't afford to have people sit back because no. the, 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 the different mindsets that there are today in this common theme about how different it is and different generations and all this crap that people keep talking about, right? What it takes is work and we need leaders oh, yeah. and senior men more than ever to step up and be willing to work with and figure out what the cards are right now. I mean, we're dealt the cards that we're dealt and it's either we, it's either we come out on top and we, and we succeed and we move on or we fold. And yeah. I think the easy thing is to fold. I think the easy yeah. oh, thing yeah. is to point the finger. So how do we, Jeremy, how do we, I mean, you got 20 years in the fire service. You're now a captain. I mean, you're, you're a guy that's in charge of a company. I mean, you have guys that, believe in 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 your work ethic the way you train the way you promote um the way you uh fight fires i mean this is you have guys that look up to you on a daily basis as the company officer so how do we keep 
the guys with some longevity engaged? How do we not allow them to fail our fire departments, our fire companies? What can we do? What's a couple things, or maybe uh, I'm not trying to put you on a spot, but I think that you probably have one or two bullet points on this that we can explore. How do we keep guys with longevity inspired and want to do and give more? Yeah. I I think really kind of right out of the gate is just engagement, get getting them re-engaged with the job because you know, for, for me, just what I've seen throughout that 20 years, I've been a part of crews that didn't want to train at all. I've been a part of crews that wanted to train all the time. I've been a part of crews that, that I, I loved being at the firehouse with, and I've been a part of crews that I would rather be anywhere else. But when, when I was with a crew that was, you know, engaged and, and, and just connected together and, and just a good, solid, healthy team environment, that was the most fun that I had, you know, those were the most fun and enjoyable crews that I was a part of. So getting, getting our people engaged, finding out what they like to do, you know, I, I hate hazmat, but luckily I've got a couple people on my crew that really like it. And so I guarantee you, if, if I, if we have anything coming up that's hazmat oriented, I'm handing it to them. I'm saying, you know, it's all yours. Give it to us. Yeah. (laughs) And, and just empowering them to, to give us the passion they have for that because I don't have it. So, so just trying to find out what people really enjoy about the job. You know, if, if it's engine work, if it's ladders, if it's, you know, ventilation, whatever it is, everybody's got a little piece of this job. Hopefully at one point you did, I will say that. Yeah. It, we just got to figure out what that is, finding what's going to get them engaged. I like, I also like just to, to throw down a challenge, like just straight up. I, you know, I am, I'm challenging you to become the senior firefighter that I know you can be. You know, you've been here for 15, 20 years. I, I know that you know a lot of stuff that these people below you don't know. I, I want to see you step up and, and create that person that is there. Cause I, I, you know, that's just challenging somebody. That's, that's a good way to really like, man, especially if they have the respect for that leader that as they want to, they want to succeed. They want to make them proud. Yeah. I, you know, that is, uh, I, they want them to succeed. I think that that is so important. And I think it's, it's said with, and, and there's just so much more to it. Right. Because like for me, I, I'm very content with who I am and, and my abilities and the type of person I am. I'm pretty content, full, happy in life. There are other people that are not. And, and for me, I have enough to spread it around. Meaning I like to promote other people. I like other people to feel good about themselves. I like to create an environment that is healthy because a healthy environment fuels the passion. When you have a yeah. toxic environment, nothing good comes from it. And I think, yeah. and I wrote that down before I, my, on my pad here. When I, when I do podcasts, I keep the same notebook and every guest gets one page in the notebook. And I scribble down all these notes and timestamps and things and so on. And what I wrote down and then I underlined and circled, which are things that I want to come back to. That's how I'd kind of do my shorthand. And I put down invo- in, environment and engagement. Those are two things that you mentioned in the last two minutes. 
that yeah. I think are super important and that we don't spend enough time on creating an environment that is inviting, inviting environments oh. where people feel good about themselves, feel teamwork, feel mutual respect. Those guys yeah. are top shelf in any yeah. environment that is toxic or dangerous or can't be trusted or guys are out to get each other, or there's not a level of trust and commitment. Those are the ones that cannot and will not pull their weight. There's no camaraderie. There's no, uh, there's no culture there. There's no tradition. Yeah, but there's no- but who, who wants to, who wants to do anything in that environment? That's right. Even, even somebody that's, that's passionate and fired up, they're not going to want to, to give anything even in that's a, right. a toxic environment. I mean, that, it is it is amazingly critical the the role that firehouse culture plays in a just a crew's attitude and morale and all that. I, I, that is that is one thing that I have seen over and over and over again how important it is. And really, for me, and I just put up a, a post about it this morning. It, it all comes down to connection. Is that leader somebody that believes that? All of these good things that you're talking about, trust and respect and, and openness, do they believe that, that they can accomplish that by separating themselves and staying in their office? Because it's not going to happen, I promise you. But if you have a leader that truly invests in the connections he has with, their, with the crew members, they are going to gain that respect and loyalty and, and trust and buy-in and all those good things. Because they're putting that time in up front to to truly build relationships and then start to create special things, you know, and, and do the the things that other crews aren't doing. That's that's kind of almost a foundation, I feel like now, that has to be laid before we can get anywhere else. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, I am 100 percent on board with that. I it just you know, I'm sitting here like taking that all in and. There's nothing, nothing good comes from negativity. And when negativity is allowed to fester and, and run rampant, nothing good will come from that. And you will, in fact, it takes a lot less work to be negative than it is to be positive. And, oh, and yeah, so, absolutely. you know, and, and so for that, right, our leaders, right, to ba- just to bring it back around to the opening quote, right, it's, it's not the complacent, it's not those that are new or learning the trade are the ones that are going to fail us. It's the ones that have been here, done that, and haven't pushed themselves any further to give more. Those are the ones that will stymie us. Those are the ones that will hold us back. Those are the ones that will allow negativity, ego, because ultimately what's ego, right? Ego, ego is insecurity in disguise, right? I heard that on another podcast the other day, right? Ego yep. is insecurity in disguise. And so, yep. you know, and, and that typically festers with people that do not promote themselves. They don't invest in themselves. They don't go out and pursue more training, more knowledge, more friendships, more connections. They stay, like you said, in their office, not out there selling the buy-in. Yeah. And you get, you know, you get people like that. And here comes somebody with some new information or or a new way of thinking or some a new uh tool or or whatever and if that's the mindset you have you're going to see that type of thing as something that is competing against you it's 
they're they're about to prove you wrong. And if, yes. if that's the mindset you have, you are going to take that as an opponent and you're going to fight to the death to to stand your side, even if it's wrong, just because of the ego. And that's that's the crazy thing is, is it ego blinds you to the point of just basically ignoring all reality as long as it lines up with something that's going to keep you from losing face. And that that's a very dangerous place to be. Oh, it's very dangerous. It happens every single day in every single firehouse across the country where, oh, yeah. you know, where we have people that are shutting down new ideas, concepts, thoughts, even science. Like even, even when there's <laughs> yeah. science data right there in front of your face, it yeah. is literally black and white science. <laughs> And there's still yeah. people that will naysay it and put it to the side because they're threatened yep. by it. They're challenged. By Absolutely. It. So listen, yep. 25 minutes now in this podcast, we've been nothing but negative. Let's go positive. <laughs> Let's go positive, man. The job Absolutely. is very good. There are incredible people that promote their their companies, their rank and file, the worker bees that we talked about before. There's plenty of bosses out there that promote them. There's oh, plenty yeah. of senior guys that are still dialed in. I like to try to find myself getting recharged. There's, there are times we're all freaking human. And I know you and I've talked about this off air. We're all human. We all have our own struggles too. And as much as like we can sit here and talk about this, it should also be said that you and I, and I don't want to speak for you. I can speak for myself because I mentioned it before is I start doing a lot of self analyzation about how I perform and who I am. And if I'm going to sit here on a microphone on a podcast and talk about the good and the bad of the fire service, I better start having some honest conversations about myself and my performance. And there are plenty of times that I'm not holding myself to the standard that I think I should be held to. And so for me, I need to do a better job at that. And so 2023 for me is much more about self-reflection and making sure that I'm being I'm holding myself accountable to the standards that I think I need to be held to. And I challenge everybody that, man. Find something this year. It's a new year. It's a new start. It doesn't need to be a resolution, but what you can say is I'm going to focus more on myself. I'm going to focus more on my output. I'm going to focus more on my relationships. But the job is good, and I don't want to come oh, off yeah. on this podcast when we talk about things like this where it's just negativity. People are driving in their cars, they're at the gym, they're going for a walk, and they're listening to this, and they're going, yeah, fuck that, fuck this, fuck this. You know what I, And excuse my language, but but you know what I'm yeah. saying, right? They're like, yeah, that happens yeah. in my firehouse. But you and I also have a huge obligation through our platforms to promote what's so good about this job. And as, oh, much, yeah, as, as much as we have that boss that doesn't come out of his office on, on training or come out of his office to sit at the table and break bread, or we have the guys that shy away from training, or we have the guys that don't want to push themselves to go to more conferences or external training to better them, their own self, like, those are not the norm. They're not yeah. the norm. Those are exceptions. Yeah. We still have crews that are dialed in and you can find people, whether in your own company, your department, a mutual aid department, another city, another part of the country, find people that promote the best of this job. Yeah. And no matter what, man, I, it, it doesn't matter. Like for, for us, you know, the, the people that are, that are in the crews that are not in those administrative roles kind of separated. If that's who you are, if that's where you're at. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what they send down the chain, what policies, what, you know, specs are screwed up on the rigs. What we have no control over that. So right off the bat, we have to understand and come to terms that we have no control over that. What we do have control over is we can take that engine 
it might not be a, a very good setup and we can make it the best that we possibly can. We can move some things around and make it as, as functional as we possibly can and learn how to operate off of that platform at the top, top level as possible. We can, we can enjoy a day and have good high morale and, and have fun at our firehouse, no matter what is happening That's right. upstairs. That's right. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, we can, we can sit and we can argue and, and kind of blow off some steam for a little bit at the table, but we're, we're only going to spend about 20, 30 minutes, and then it's going to go away because we can't control it, and it's not going to rob us of fun and good things that, that we can accomplish through the day. So yeah, to have a job that you can go to and, and you can, you can do amazing things like break into people's houses and, and put out fire and help people and, you know, all these things that, that we do somehow and, and then go back to the firehouse and have fun and, and, you know, just rib each other constantly and build relationships and, and get to know a second family. It, that is an amazing, amazing blessing that we all have to really, really be thankful for because I guarantee you, I don't know what the heck I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. I don't have any other skills. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that say the same thing. So it, it's it's a great great thing to have and and so absolutely yeah and and here's here's two things one 20 plus year guy we need you we need you more than ever and so if you happen to be yep. listening to this podcast that tells me that you're 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 pretty much there anyway right but take it and make it infectious go tell a story but we yes. need you to dial in to those coming up behind you. We need you to instill the correct values, morals, ethics, standards that we need. And we need you to promote the betterment of the job. And the second thing that I have written down here that I just thought of while you were talking was, if you are a seat filler, if you are a boss that hides in the office, you are a senior guy that doesn't care, or you're anyone that doesn't want to make this job better or make yourself better, it's fine. Just don't get in the way. Yeah. Don't get in the absolutely. way. Don't yeah. don't tear down others because you're in a bad place yourself. Yeah. This job is too good to let bitter people tear us down and we have to promote that. So, if you are one of those people, just get out of the way. Let it be yeah. infectious. Watch the others succeed. Watch the others smile and have a good tour. Watch the others laugh and play pranks. Watch watch the guys perform well on the fire ground. And come back and, and high five and ass slap each other for a job well done while critiquing what they did and bettering themselves. Because you know what? That's infectious. And yeah. and so if you're in a bad spot right now, that's okay. We all get there. Don't let it influence your career. Don't let it influence others. Get yourself out of that funk and let the contagiousness of positivity take over your your soul in the firehouse, man. It's hugely Absolutely. important. Yeah. I love and it's it. something. It's something that can be done too, because like I kind of, you, you asked a little about who I am. You know, I said the, the first 17 years kind of alluding to, you know, it, it's basically a separation. The past three years of my career, I've learned more. And I say it all the time. I've learned more in that three years than way, way multiples of, of the first 17. Yeah. I, I found myself in a place that I was that person. 
I, I was somebody that didn't know anything outside of what I learned in rookie school 17, 18 years ago. And so I had to humble myself in a huge way because I had a huge gap to fill and so much to learn. And, and, but it's, it's been a fun and a journey of, of learning these things and, and letting people teach me things that they're passionate about and seeing how important, you know, putting people in their lanes and really letting them take off with it. It's been great. So yeah, if you, if you are that person, don't feel like, man, it's too late for me. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just buying my time. Yep. It's not too late. You can make a huge difference in the fire service, but you, you just got to humble yourself to, and, and say, man, I, I don't know as much as you do. Teach me. I don't care if it's a, a, a somebody right out of rookie school or, or academy. It, they have something that you need to know. You just got to be humble enough to ask. Love it. Absolutely love it. Do we have the right people in the right places? That's the question. Ask yourself that. Ask yourself that every time you drive to the firehouse and every time you come home from the firehouse. Do we have the right people? And if we don't, then let's figure it out. Let's figure it out and let's keep this job good and promote the betterment of it. It is super, super important. Jeremy, man, great topic, brother. I love the podcast. I love what you're doing. I'm pushing you right now in front of all the listeners you need to do more of it. And I think, uh, you know, we talked offline before we started, but I think you have a very passionate message and, and you're emotional about it and you speak from the heart and it's tried and true experiences that you've gone through, which fuels your conversation. So I want to challenge you to continue to put out your content and your message and your podcast. It makes a difference. You're doing your part in making this job better. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Hell Thank yeah. Thank you for giving me the 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 platform to share. You got your own I, platform. I, you I don't am. need me. Well, I'm telling it's, you. It's 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 great to be it's great to pick each other up and and Without share, a doubt. you know. So I I am very thankful that I have friends like you and and everybody else that I've met and and got to know since you know, starting this out. Yeah, so and, and that cool. was that was kind of my point a little ways back in this episode when I said go find somebody. If they're not in your own company or your own department, they're in a mutual aid department or they're somewhere else yep. in the country, you can find now more than ever through technology and the ability for podcasts, social media, email, video chat, whatever you want to do, you have it at your fingertips now to connect with people that make you feel better about yourself. You want to yep. talk about the negativity of, of social media and all that. Talk about the positivity, the positivity that guys can find like-minded people today more now than ever. And yep. so that's what we need. And that's what you need to do. If you're not feeling inspired or pushed, go find people that inspire you and push you and then bring that back and be the infectious one in your fire company and make the change, be the change maker. Perfect. I love it. That might be the title of this. Be the change maker. Look at that. That's I'm going right. to coin that one. Be the, I'm writing that one down. Be the change maker. But anyway, man, we're trying to keep these episodes short so guys can listen to them in one shot. Jeremy, 40 minutes, man. I think this was, I think we did a, a solid job on talking Perfect. about this topic today, man. I can't thank you enough for joining me. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you.
Yeah, cool. So where can people find you? What do you got going on? You got the podcast, you got your social media content. Please tell everybody where they can find you, listen to you, listen to your word, listen to see you. If you're speaking, whatever you got going on, fill everyone in on what you got. Yeah, I pretty much everything. I try to keep it as simple as I can. Pretty much everything is under Crew First Culture. It's a one ST. So Instagram, Crew First Culture, Facebook. Uh, we have a website, CrewFirstCulture.com. We, I will be speaking with Sean Duffy up in Wisconsin here on the 21st, which uh, just a recent guest of yours. Great, great guy. Looking forward yeah. to that. Doing yeah. a build your culture class with him. And after that, I am speaking at the North Florida Fire Expo in March. Awesome. Uh, I think that's about all I have lined up right now. But it's okay. Any, it's anybody perfect. has anything to talk about or, or questions or want to look at content? It's all out there, and I'm very much appreciate anybody that, that wants to to come out and try to make a difference. I love it, man. And truthfully, thank you because I know you put yourself out there. Um, and it, I recognize that, you know, you make yourself very vulnerable when you're willing to talk off the cuff and talk about yourself and talk about, you know, your daily happenings, which forms your opinions and so on. I know that you are very much dialed into sharing your passion, knowledge, feelings, and experiences. And, uh, for that, you, you need to, you need to be recognized for that. Cause not everybody's willing to do that. So I appreciate you. you. I appreciate, yeah, man, I, I appreciate your message. And I think what you're doing is solid. So keep it up, keep pushing, challenging you to put out more content when you can and uh you make it a difference brother so thank you for joining me today on the podcast greatly appreciate it hang right here and i'll get right back to you as soon as i sign off man guys thanks for tuning in for another episode of the national fire radio podcast jeremy sanders crew first culture a great conversation do we have the right people in the right places be the change maker it matters it matters Anyway, take this conversation, take it to the firehouse and talk about it. Talk about it while you're breaking bread with your family, your brothers and your sisters. Because when we talk about the job, we're making the job better. If you want to continue the conversation, something new on the podcast, you can email us at podcast at nationalfireradio.com. That podcast is solely for the podcast. So if you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, or anything you want, or feedback or questions you want us to answer or look at with our guests, we can do that. Send us an email at podcast at nationalfireradio.com. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one. Jeremy, National Fire Radio. National Fire Radio.